Ladies and gentlemen and in-betweeners, I'm your host, Alexandra Rodriguez, <laughs> for On The Rocks Radio Show, where celebrities and cocktails mix tonight. We celebrate the music world. We have the maven of safe fairs. Monique Powell is here. And like my nerves are like, oh my God, she's in the building. Uh, also joining us is American Idol finalist David Hernandez. We also have musical prodigy and composer Alexander Burke from Magnolia Memoir with my guest co-host, resident rapper Taylor Olson, a gay rapper. Yes, folks, step right up. We've got Ray gay rappers. See? So raise a glass and let the show begin. Sata. propose a toast. This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a cork, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. Oh, my Lord, it's going to be a bumpy night. Buttons and bows and pantyhose. We have clip-ons tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and it's not from the female on our panel. Uh, on the rocks, the place where we're too glad to give a damn. Uh, relationship has 12 letters, but then again, so does Let's Get Drunk. We all know which one I am better at. Thank you so much. Uh, speaking of which, thank you to our sober listeners for tuning in. We love our sober listeners. Thank you for holding our hair back, driving us home. If drunk texting is a sport, I'd be an Olympian. Do not drink and drive. Call Uber or call me and I'll call Uber. <laughs> ma, ma. Uh, hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Of course, we are on Facebook Live right now on Hillcrest Social, San Diego, True FM in Ohio. Hello, Ohio. And nationally on Bear Road Magazine. Rawr! Check out my Bear Road Magazine every week for my interviews, movie news, and celebrity news. This week, I got big news. Idris Elba as the new Bond could it's be a, happening. It's official. Uh, it's not official, but oh. his his Twitter was very uh, crazy. Uh, hello, Trump. Um, but it was like, <laughs> am I? Am I not? I'm um, into it. I'm all about it. But Henry Cavill was, and this is not racist. I don't want to get any emails. Henry Cavill was supposed to be the first Bond contender. Henry Cavill is so just. Uh, Idris Elba's good, but he's like. He's like, I could go have a drink with him good. at he's Rage. He's fucking hot. Yes. I, I, I had to pay $10 every F word just so you know David Hernandez. Okay, I'm wow. sorry. Oh. Did they do that on American Idol? Did you have to give a little 10? He's like, he put a quarter in the guest. Guest. I'm a guest. There were nights when the wind was so effing cold. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sherlock Holmes is getting a makeover with Will Farrell, Farrell and John C. Riley as Sherlock no. Holmes and wow. Dr. No. Watson. The real mm. mystery is is it going to be better than Step Brother? No, no, nothing's huh. better than Step Brother. That, that was a joke. Nothing, Nobody get the real mystery of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I mean, is that McKay directing? I'm finding this? out that Monique could could do a show tune if she if she oh. needed to. I know a lot of show tunes. You could be Shirley Bassey and Cheetah Rivera. I could and Patty Lapone. I could be Patty Lapone and Evita. I Do you know? Uh, so she has a restraining order on me. That's not a joke. Shut up. Really? That's Wait, not Patty? Oh, it's a joke. Wait, for how many years? It's not a joke. Uh, Patty for Lepone? many years. Yeah, she's really? a raging cunt. By the way, are you saying it's a but joke love, or is it not a joke? No, it's not a joke. Patty Lapone. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Don't cry for me, Argentina. So she's Yiddish now. The truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The truth is, I know. Left you. Left you. So I own Evita in Hebrew, German. Uh, Mexican Spanish and Spanish Spanish. Uh, I own <laughs> every recording. Yes, it really? sounds 
like wow. a mess. <laughs> um, also, Chris Pine may be out as Captain Kirk for Star Trek Four. Paramount Uh-oh. says they will recast. This is the fourth Star Trek uh, sequel in the reboot. I think we're going to notice Wait. if you recast <laughs> Chris <four>. Pine. <laughs> yeah, this will be the fourth. Huh. Didn't him and Anna Faris divorce? Yes. That happened, That's right? Chris I saw that You are so oh. angry about this. Oh, yeah. sorry, one. My heart sorry. broke a Get million him. times. Shift it back. Get him. My bad. Yeah. David Hernandez. That is Chris Pratt. Listen, oh. I'm just not Chris on my Pine. Career. Oh Educate. no, one is cute, <laughs> one is fake Pratt. cute. Oh no, Educate. what? Oh, oh. are you here with us? Twelve thousand. <laughs> Do you have Tourette's? <laughs> Save Ferris. How about Savior Tourette's? Okay. <laughs> I hate you. Anyway. Don't let him bully you like that. I hate you so much. You guys, I'm, I'm leaving. The fact that Monique is wow. here in the room, I'm like, <laughs> Monique is here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so now you're Julie Andrews in Camelot. <laughs> But that laugh There's is Ursula and Little Mermaid. Alexander, you are a showgirl. You know like, all no, your he's shit. Nonstop. Yep. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> please stop. She's nonstop, but please stop. Uh, okay, for our audio listeners, you can check out our video stream on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and of course on the Hillcrest social app today. All of The Rock's video is streaming for free. Mama Rose, my mom, is in the chat room on UBNradio.com and Facebook. She's done research on y'all. She has listened to her music Ooh. ad nauseum. Mama She's started Rose. to sing her own version. You think you got a show voice? Oh, uh, she's the greatest. Mama. Best part of the last time I was here. Really? No question. Wow. Yeah, she's not allowed back. Uh, Aww. Please Aww. keep her busy. She's next to the vodka, and she's going to get drunk and start tweeting and Amazon priming. and, oh. uh, and yeah. Love that. Uh, hello to our engineer, Kurt. Kurt, I don't know if I should give you some airtime with that haircut. I don't know what is happening. <laughs> what haircut? Looks it's like Ellen DeGeneres went on a holiday Aww. and never came back. Stop it. <laughs> I, mean, I think you look hot, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Great. I'll keep your mic open. It makes it okay. I actually don't understand that reference. Does he have seen problems? skin. Isn't it so funny the way like gay men hit on straight men? They say bro and it makes it okay. You're like, yo, (laughs) it's fine. Like, hey, yo, bro. Hey, you want a full round, dude? What are you doing after the show, bro? It's not bro, it's bra. It's bra. It doesn't make you gay, bro. No, no, no. I say bro. Because he's a rapper. Yeah. He gets it. What do you say? He's a rapper. Yeah. You sound like a Jewish rapper, by the way. I can rap fit on the roof to you. Boom, boom, boom. Sunrise, sunset. Don't get upset. Why has that not happened yet? Oh everything I feel like record labels are just listening to us tonight and everything yeah. we say is a new single first of all I feel like we're oh all gonna God. get signed we are tonight yeah. by Marley Matlin she's gonna be like oh signed <laughs> out oh. You, you know what she Mark? and I are fine we talk on the phone for hours yeah, so, no oh my restraining God. order you are non-stop funny Monique, your funny, oh your God. funniness never Don't stops. I feel like Say Ferris should have a fake interpreter on the side, and that should be that me at your amazing. next concert. <laughs> Just oh offending God. everybody. That would be perfect. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry, Kurt. We're taking away from straight people time on the show. Kurt, do no. you have a pun? You're so punny. We have two straight people here, by the way. Oh. Oh, nice. That's you you guys don't talk about it like that. Yes. If yeah. we were closer, I'd high five. Um, yeah. uh, I don't care. No, straight yeah. people do this. Oh, we fist bump? Yeah. No, I they knuckle. That. I'm so knuckle glad bump? you just crossed over me. I, I love it. You <laughs> just passed right over me in the straight on the straight mobile. No, there's two straights. <laughs> I'm not a straight. I'm totally Shut straight. Up. I'm not I'm gay. My boyfriend straight. is. David, I've seen straight. your stylist outfits. Oh, calm the fuck down. I'm so straight. I'm sorry. That's $20. Sorry. You want me to? Who does money keep going to? Are you not straight? I'm not a straight. That's not in any of the research. I've done pages of research because on nobody you. asks me who I sleep with. Money, and nobody sleep should. With? And nobody but cares. Who do you sleep with? Can <laughs> we sleep together? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> did, did he sure. play game before this? What? Your your yeah. PR rep is here. He didn't coach you. Sorry, oh. Kurt's getting a little antsy. He's going to turn off all of my. Kurt, do you have? I you, will sleep the heck out of you. <laughs> oh. See, she knows how it's done. The heck. 
I, I'm not afraid of sleeping. If you the can heck take anal like a champ, then oh I'm there. Uh, pa, 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 pa. Are we not allowed to talk like this? Are we not allowed? My to mom talk is like, this? what? Well, he didn't Mommy. use the F word, so that's a good thing. Right. He used but the here's A-word. the thing: Why do we <laughs> just have a, just have good lube? Why do we say sleep with? Because nobody's sleeping with. Because I can't say the F word. No, but like, why is that the colloquial? It's like, oh, I slept with him. No, I was there for 10 minutes and then I left. I think we should start moving the bridge stipping back. No, you know what? I like the cuddle. From the most innocent... I like I like the cuddle. I after. would be so afraid to cuddle. I, like I feel like spoon. the acid from your mouth would like just drip on my back and be like, oh my God. "You're horrible. You're oh wonderful." By the way, this is this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna be besties. You hate me. No, oh my yes. God, are you kidding, Monique? That's how he I'm talks just to kidding. Everyone. I'm just trying to make it Monique, feel bad. Monique, can I be I'm like the designated so comedian on your next? I love you. Road everything. Trip? Yeah, you can do anything. You can do anything you want. Your band would kick me off the bus after they, this I would city give, one. They'd be like, "Palm Springs, goodbye." I would give anything for you to piss them off that much. Oh, yeah. The first five minutes, I would pay you. I'm your tour. Director, <laughs> sorry, Kurt. God, he's getting sweaty. Uh, do, you have, do you have a pun for us? I, I do. I just don't want to interrupt. I mean, oh, it's, oh, it's getting kind please of please. Okay. You're so punny. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so I got a job at the OC County Fair at the House of Mirrors. Did you? Oh, nice. Did, were you aware of that? Yeah. Did you oh, see it? He's so soft. Was that the punchline? Uh, no, no. You should get a job on the now? Um, it, it doesn't pay very well, but it gives me a lot of time to sit and reflect. Wow. Oh. That was actually. Oh that's pretty God. smart. Go. That's Here actually. We go. His usual ones are pretty oh. bad. That was okay. The and dad you, jokes. And you made it local. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Good for you, Kurt. Yeah, no, Actually, anytime. I got to uh, call my girlfriend who's here. That was our first day was the OC Fair, and we made out in that room. So uh, Who that's make out anymore? Look at that. Alexander Burke does. Did you just say Did you say who yeah, just makes out anymore? <laughs> no, who says, like, or who made out? Anyway. Out. Alexander, I Alexander Burke. You do? Yeah. yeah. Alex- yeah Alexander Birkenstock. Like me and Ray Latre made out last Wednesday. Oh, God. No one says make out anymore. That's so high <laughs> Alexander was just like, it's I so just composed you know, for Rodgers and now, Hammerstein's new music. Now it's about. all about. Should we bring back the word Do you do then? anal? <laughs> That's, it's no more about making out. It's more like, <laughs> hey, hey want to do anal? Thank you, Kurt, for that hilarious. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Sorry, there's a new Warcraft that came out, apparently. Kurt, let me know what? that he has to go home and play Warcraft. We got to hurry up what, because David Hernandez is performing at the Viper Room tonight. And we're going to get kicked out of here. We're all going to go. We're all going to go. kicked out of here in about ten and a half minutes. No, no, no. I, uh, I couldn't love it more. Our, and I needed language. this kind of energy today, by the way. Uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air. Facebook, if you're still using Facebook. On The Rocks <laughs> Radio Show. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Please subscribe. I guess I've been told. I'm not asking you to subscribe. Uh, subscribe on YouTubes, the iTunes, and all that stuff that you kids use. Um, on the web, if you want a simple place to find the video and audio, go to ontherocksradioshow.com. Send me an email. Book me for a wedding, funeral, quinceanera, bris. I don't care. I will show up. Info at ontherocksradioshow.com. Like Listeners, Canada. you've been asking uh, about Glitter Bomb, and yes, it is official. My new national TV talk show will <laughs> premiere September 20th with a full season at LATV. LATV does not mean it's LA Beast. I wish they would change the name. We are national in 13 million homes, so check your local wow. list. Wow. Can yeah. I be on that show too? That's amazing. Girl, I don't think we could handle you on the show, but I would love Ooh. it. 13 episodes, and they've already ordered a new slate of episodes. Okay, you wow. can. Yeah, <laughs> Take a look at our set. Our set, uh, go back. That's Peggy Sulehian wow. from OC Housewives. But look at this set. This set is beautiful. That's gorgeous. They're making me wear color. I am That's so awesome. upset. <laughs> you look pastel. Awesome. Thursday, right? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. You look great. No, they're making. Look at all the colors. I look like a picnic basket threw up, and Judy Garland (laughs) handed me my shirt. (laughs) Who are these? They. We will talk to them for you You on your behalf. You look lovely. It's my stylist. Like I want to f you. Thank you. That saved me ten dollars. Did you hear that? I don't know. (laughs) Yes. I'll Venmo you. (laughs) 
<laughs> that month. Uh, Want to be part of On the Rocks on the Road? Uh, real fast. Uh, Saturday, August 25th, I will be emceeing starting at 7 p.m. for downtown LA's third Pride Out DTLA. It's a day before my birthday, so it's going to get a little crazy. Also, in my contract, there's literally a clause that asks for three bottles of vodka. I'm on stage from 7 to 10 p.m. Please come visit me. Also, Saturday, September 1st for Long Beach Weekend, I'll be hosting the Gay Entertainment Directory's, Directory's Labor Day Pool Party at the Renaissance Hotel in Long Beach. I will be joined by my Glitter Bomb co-hosts who are so straight-laced. Just you wait. <laughs> so come hang out with us. Also, I'm MC for Out at the Fair New Mexico State Fair in Albuquerque, September 9th. Make your travel plans and come see me because I am taking wait, over the whole Wait, you know I'm going to be there, right? I, I got that email. Okay, all right. Awesome. Come see me introduce David Hernandez. 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 Now, we did Out at the Fair. We did. You don't drink backstage. You're very you're very professional. I was like, hey, David, you want to drink? And you're like, no. Uh, and I was no, like, I, don't eh, do that. Okay. Yeah, I, I was drinking for David. Before. <laughs> you Honey, that's not all you were doing backstage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he was fluffing as well. <laughs> Taylor, little fluffer. Um, no, I, I <laughs> Little is right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do F before I sing, but I do drink afterwards, for sure. Well, it's only 7 to 10. How much trouble can we get in three hours? Let's find out tonight! Oh, uh, we can do yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, I believe. See, it's already been 17 minutes. Let's so. do it. I'm Start spreading the news. Come on, babe, why don't you paint the town? And all that jazz right up here is where I... You're supposed to continue. So we can, I'm going to sell this as an... Can you do... Whoa, that, was that really sounds amazing. Yes, Reverb. Yay for Reverb. All right. Damn. Okay, last right official uh, announcement. Also, I'm the MC for Palm Springs Pride again this year on the main stage. First weekend of November. I'll be there, too. Reason... I'm introducing you. I know. This is getting so. Is, are you guys like on tour together? This is we should like be. an official tour. It's funny though when they I see him. When I see him in public, he's like, "Oh, do you want an autograph or a picture?" I'm like, "Bitch, I'm introducing you." Bitch, I never <laughs> ever ever do that. First of all, <laughs> I'm like, always. No, are there I more than one Latino here? I always <laughs> give love to the smaller people. Like I always. God, do I that. wish I was smaller. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Anyway, plan ahead. Reason I'm telling you in November is because plan, this is the pride to go to. It ends pride season, number one. Number two, it is so inclusive. It is so low-key. It is totally. so much fun. First weekend of November, come see me. I'm on uh, stage Saturday and Sunday, and I'm staying through Tuesday, so who knows? Uh, let me introduce my bestie. <laughs> let me introduce my bestie for tonight. Taylor Olsen was born and raised in the Bay Area. And you have to say Bay Area like that. Uh, Bay Area. Uh, <laughs> like that. He began to show an interest in entertainment at the young age of four, constantly dancing, da dancing, uh, dancing to Michael and Janet Jackson. Who knew? Your parents didn't know then. Should've. Oh! In 2013, he began his work on his debut album, Rehab. Funny, uh, a dance pop album full of pre-gaming tracks. <laughs> Literally, you listen to this, you are ready for the night. And this helped him uh, with this performance at West Hollywood's Halloween Festival. And we know hundreds of thousands of people go to that. Uh, in 2015, his all-rapping track, Classic, featuring DJ Bryn Taylor, was born, premiered at his residency at the House of Blues. Uh, by September 2015, Flipside was released. Primarily a rap album uh, secured another residency at Bar Lou Beach. Now, did they give you, like, open bar when you go to these residencies? Yes. <sighs> Lucky. See, I have to ask because they used to do open bar for my contracts, but now they're like, you get three bottles and then we're done. Uh, I never get open bar. I, you know what? I need to put that into do my Do you writer. drink a lot or no? no. Not, any, not anymore. Kind of I used to drink a lot. Yeah, we never had open bar. I don't drink so much anymore. Well, you play with the ladies, so I would drink if I oh. The lady bits? I only have to drink if I play with gay boys. 
So let's get you some tequila and let's play. It's all that anal. Thank you. I feel like if Home Depot opened a bar, we'd all be fun. <laughs> uh, Taylor was named one of the top five artists to watch by Revolutionary Gay Magazine. He has performed at Las Vegas Strip on New Year's Eve. Um, he left L.A. to live in Vegas, where he hooked up with American Idol powerhouse Pia Toscano. Uh, their single that they did together, which I, it's, 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 it's my favorite. I love your new stuff, <laughs> and I'll listen to it. But, but this song just it, it gives me the feels. It's so good. It it, 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 is, it is really, really is good. good. It became a uh, highest stream song on all of uh, uh, Taylor's streaming services. Currently, he's working on new tracks, releasing them as singles. Most most recently, the fabulous song of the summer, and it really has become the song of the summer. Manipulate and his naughty track, damn, <laughs> uh, featuring Rhea Littrick. That's literally how it goes. It's, damn. Damn. <laughs> uh, Taylor, when am I going to be in a video? Whenever you want. When am I going to be in a video? Whenever you want. I feel like you're going to be asking me for it. Well, wait. What kind of video? I'm going to be. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Instead of damn. 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 It's like, oh. That's literally how it That's is. It's like, one. beat, damn. beat, beat, lyric, lyric, and then damn. damn. It's like, we're out of lucky charms. We need, we need to write our own. That's like, do, 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 do. You guys are more than in. happy to get oh. on the remix. <laughs> what if we call it like, shout tune, damn. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. All right, Taylor. I got this question many times. Let's get serious, Don't get crazy, Kurt. He's like, can we sell this? Can we sell this? Um, so I can get a haircut. Um, <laughs> wait, okay, oh okay. God. Really quick, I like, as a straight dude wearing a hat, what is so offensive about that haircut? Because it seems fine to me. It's yeah, waving it's at me, and it's he's not even looking at me. It's adorable. Damn. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a damn. 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 Whoa. Whoa. Kurt is so cute and adorable and like Dungeons and Dragons petite. And this just looks like I play Dungeons and Dragons and I also live with a dragon in a dungeon. Like Aww. he showers, he smells good. He's a cute boy. He yeah. should. Very cu- I want to live with a dragon. I want to live with your dragon. <laughs> is that a metaphor? It's more of a, a chameleon. <clears throat> it, it comes and goes. Whoa. Okay. Oh my God. Taylor, I got this question so many times. Yes. You are doing such a good job. We're going to take a peek at, at, uh, at some of your music. Manipulate, okay. which is my favorite. Um, but I got Damn. this question from so many independent <laughs> artists. Everybody has content out there, and it's like, oh, let me do a video on my iPhone. You're doing something different. Mm-hmm. The question I has is, uh, have is, do you think about the video when you're creating the song to begin with? Because now as artists, we have to think about the budget before we can even write down a lyric, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think about the video when you do this? Also, how do you, how do you pay for your videos? Um, I'll answer the first part. Um, yeah. So basically, like when I'm, because I decided I wasn't going to do albums for a while, and then I was just going to do singles. And then when I was in the studio doing most of the singles, as I was recording them, I was kind of thinking of the videos as well at the same time, and then kind of also thinking like, okay, well, I want this one to be first, this one to be second, this one to be third. So I've had this goal of like trying to do like a single and a video every month until the end of the year. And so basically, I'm on track to do eight music videos by the end of this year, um, which leads me into how I pay for them. Um, I don't have a GoFundMe. I don't raise money for them. Um, I bartend six days a week and I save my money. And where do you bartend? I've never had a free, yeah, free drink. I, I All of us that. are like, where do I get, where <laughs> I'm like, can I come get a drink, bitch? <laughs> yeah. Um, I bartend at this place called Taste on Melrose in West oh, Hollywood. Oh, I know Taste. Yeah. Oh my God. They wouldn't let me oh, in yeah. for brunch. 
I live on Melrose, what you, what, so that's my spot. Yeah, really? so you, gotta, you gotta name drop so me. So Patty Lapone <laughs> has a so Patty Lapone has a restraining order against you. And you guys, I have a picture of me you, on Patty Lapone's stage at fifty four below. Oh my god. Oh, what taste? Because it's a brunch thing, and I'm like, I'm here for brunch. And like, you have to be on a waiting list from like 1992, and I'm oh, like, oh, I'm crazy. not there. Oh, okay. So now you just dropped my name. Yeah. Word. I did, and you were like, tell him I'm not here. Damn, he's here again. But I love that you're very honest, oh. you know? Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. In this industry right now with YouTube being so overly saturated with content, so many people is smoke and mirrors. And I get it. You have to be smoke and mirrors because if you show a little of your truth, a little bit about the reality of what's happening, people are like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, I... I thought about that for like a while. Like, do, should I like just tell people like, oh yeah, no, I just somehow come up with the money for my videos. Like, no. Well, the, and before it would be like, oh, the record label paid for that. It was like, if I'm with a record label, I'm not going to make money. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I work my ass off six days a week and then I plan out these little three day like vacations where either I'll I love that. stay here in LA and do that. a video or I'll go to Vegas <laughs> and shoot a video. I mean, I just released Damn two weeks ago and then I go to Vegas next week and shoot the next one. So. And we're both unsigned. So like yeah. literally people think that the, the money magically appears. From, right. And you're like, no, it's actually, so bitch, I, I worked for that. Yeah, yeah. it's so <laughs> right. weird. But or I they like, I actually that. pay for that. Yeah. Because so many people are in the industry. They come to Hollywood and they're like, oh, I, I, I have a great <laughs> voice, so I'm going to be famous. You have to work as hard as a totally. person without a voice because oh, totally. now it's not about your talent it's about it's the work true. behind it it's yeah. about the business I and Monique, we're going to talk so about much. this because you have seen all aspects of the business <laughs> from selling yeah. cds from your car to success to having to reinvent yourself to having to well what's happening now you know right. it's not like oh here's my cd it's like listen no. to more than 10 seconds of this track because yeah. i gotta please you in 10 seconds right that's exactly True. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, Taylor, uh, every album you do, you kind of reinvent yourself in terms of your themes, mm -hmm. your tone, from rap to party music to the last few singles are very um, kind of an attitude, but they're kind of more uh, lyric. Yeah. Uh, the question I got is, are you afraid of losing your audience from album to album, single to single, because it changes so much? No, um, only because I feel like my audience changes and grows as years go by. Like, I feel like just the way of like when people start getting interested in like certain different genres as each year goes by, like like last year was the whole like Latin inspired like pop tracks. And then yeah, I released my Latin pop inspired track. Nobody bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I buy say, it. How do you say damn in Spanish? Damn. 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 <laughs> Damito. Damn. <laughs> You guys, I'm the worst Latin. In fact, my show was on LA TV. I can't even speak Spanish. I'm a twink. I'm white on the inside, brown on the outside. <laughs> oh my god! No, I mean, I really, I really don't, I don't stress about it. I feel like it's, I, I feel like as long as I'm being true to myself and being true to the music that I want to put out, then people are still going to understand it, respect it, and enjoy it based on that. At the core of all the different genres that I do, it's still me. So it's still me just expressing myself in a different genre at that time. I appreciate that, but there's also the marketing aspect that you have to think of, such as when, say, Ferris comes back full force, it's like, what what built our audience? Do we still do that? The audience has changed. Your audiences now have parents with their kids. And it's funny because when Save Ferris came out, it had this specific audience. Now mm. it's that audience and it's this audience. Right. But it's changed. The energy has changed. Mm. You're not like, Save Ferris, woo! You're mm. like... You know, yeah. people <laughs> well, have made some money to see us and we have to be respectful and yeah. I, I try my hardest not to be respectful to anybody. You put on a good show though. I love yeah. that. I love that. It's, I mean, but I think that's what people like. I mean, when we played in uh, 
we played the cave in Big Bear uh, a couple weeks ago, and I forgot it was an all ages show. And I remember talking about my vagina and <laughs> looking in the audience, and there was like ten year olds in there. They need to be educated and I, too. You know what? I had to stop and yeah. just give the parents a little disclaimer, and the parents were like, "F yeah, we're staying. <laughs> <laughs> we are staying." Yeah. With you our know, kids. I did, a, I did a show at Rockwell, which is in, yeah. you know, East Hollywood. Yeah. And yeah. I, the entire time I was, you know, telling my story and I was cussing and all that. And then at the end of the show, I met one of my friends, like, child. Yeah. He was, like, six years old. And then I was like, you know what, though? Like. Kids are hearing okay. that say like, yeah. Before, well, I, I was uh, doing it. I was, I was not really apologetic about it. I, I kind no. of felt like, and neither well, was it's he. It's your show. Like, no. You no, know, totally. But and if they want to leave, they can leave. Well, you know what I said to, I said to the audience, I said, you know, when I was a kid, I really needed a strong woman to look up to that, you know, wasn't ashamed of having a voice. Yeah. And I said, and yeah. like. Now I'm 42 years old and nobody's going to take this You're voice 42? away. You're 42? What? You look fucking, um, sorry. Wow. You look $30, dollars, Kurt. You look effing <laughs> amazing. Why, thank you. Shut up. I've never, gotten, I've never gotten more C-O-C-K in my life. Ew. <laughs> I swear. And now you I turned want 40 it. and like 20 year olds are like. You're like, the category is. On me. Cock a doodle do. It's a crazy <laughs> cock. Cock. C-O-C-H. We cock. could say that and not pay, right, Kurt? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. I get lots of kach. Great talk, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's take a little uh, sample of Taylor Olson's Manipulate. The reason I'm not playing the video is because I want you to go to YouTube and oh. actually click on it because nice. we know YouTube clips uh, clicks are everything. The video is very charming, uh, but this is the song <laughs> of the summer. If I was going to the gym, this would be my <laughs> warm-up song because I love it. Let's take a little peek at Manipulate by Taylor Olson. Oh. Play in the dark, ignore the sunrise, blow me up, steal my shine. Shouldn't want you, I'm trying to resist, but I'm lying. They say it's a big mistake, but I love how you manipulate. Oh, 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 Literally, uh, like, I hear this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I like the applause in the song. Thank you. But it was a creative the, choice. <laughs> I listen to it and it's so enjoyable. But then I can also see the commercial aspect. Like I see like the back of like a Mercedes, like SUV opening up, and like you know, like oh yeah, come out with yeah, it's like, it's so wonderful. Somebody like comes out with like Beats headphones or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was really cool because um, I actually had a show last Monday and it was sold out. It was my first ever sold out show. It was crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And by and I did that song like I think it was the second song in my set and like by the time I got to the chorus like everyone in the audience was like doing the OAOAs and you just I wasn't there you just have to hear it's so that crazy because you were invited I would have totally like showed like my tits and everything oh my god 
I would have been so distracted. Good job, by the way. Your Instagram has been very good. Uh, let's give a shout out to. <laughs> <laughs> let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Tesla. Been there. <laughs> Tesla is the only way to travel from Orange County to San Diego to LA to uh, Vegas. Tesla. Uh, go to testloop.com. Four routes per day. It's cheaper than an Uber. It's literally the best way to travel. Also, 11 makeup for le- uh, for men. We love 11 makeup for men. Men can wear daily makeup, and it won't look like, you know, sachet away. It looks natural. <laughs> we can cover up our, our blush shame. Are you wearing it now? Yeah, but I had a photo shoot this morning, and uh, I've been working... So but it looks. Do you have it with you? You have yeah. your whole little pack. I want to try some of that. It's so good. I, are you I putting it thought, on? You're putting it on. So yeah. I would have thought. Look yeah. at uh, you. Makeup was unisex. I love that. Ooh. Well, makeup started in Egypt by the men, by the way. And the Cleopatra's like, can I wear some of that? Oh. <laughs> why have you not done? Uh, drunk I didn't know that wait, was wait, the wait, history wait. of why it. Why have you not done drunk history? Because I feel like they're missing out right now. Yeah. I'm too drunk for drunk history. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called DUI history. No, there's been so many episodes where literally the person telling the story like passes out on the. By the way, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I don't know like but, 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 what's going on. Can, yeah. can we pass? Can we pass? pass? Here, well, I don't want like you, a whole like pour you moment a drink. here. Anyway, check out drink. 11 Makeup for Men, you guys. Uh, <laughs> let me introduce our panel for today. Alexander Burke. Alexander, a uh, man with the best first name in the world. Oh, thank uh, you. An established musical professional, Whoa. having worked as a film and television musical writer and composer, music supervisor and director, also as an actor, producer, and writer. He's always had a passion for music. He was considered a vibraphone prodigy. Which I did grow out of. Which made him... <laughs> yeah, but it means you're very popular with... <laughs> boop, boop, boo. Am yeah, right? true. <laughs> She's not complaining. <laughs> while, while in high school, uh, he went on to perform at the Palladium and other high pro ven- uh, venues around LA uh, and on TV. After high school, he went to Columbia College in Chicago, where he became the youngest musical director for the renowned Second City. And if you don't know Second City, uh, then I'm very sorry for you. All of the major <laughs> stars have come from that. Um, to be part of that at such a young age and in improv, not only do you have to know your foundation, but you have to be able to adapt to other people's uh, yeah. music. <laughs> um, he was asked to be director for uh, for the IO 25th anniversary concert DVD that included performances by Mike Myers, Amy Poehler, Tim Meadows, Andy Dick, and Andy Richter. Um, he was asked to perform with and open for Ryan Gosling Jeez. in Dead Man's Bones. Yeah. Uh, there's so many yeah. jokes I can make with that, but I won't. <laughs> uh, during this time, he became friends with a Miss Monique Powell. Ah. Story. Oh, this is my, oh, oh you're reading my wiki page. I just realized. Let's sing her wiki page? Yeah, Ferris. this is my wiki page, actually. <laughs> is it really on there? Yeah, it is. Actually, you're <laughs> <laughs> is he allowed? Yeah. She's like, I'm going to see you. Okay. Yeah, no. Oh, and it links to you, too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wow. He, <laughs> most people don't want to be associated with me, but Alex is like, bring it. He, Same. Uh, bring yes. it, bitches. He became part of the new voice of, say, Ferris uh, as part of a great uh, reincarnation. Uh, they opened for Gwen Stefani at Irvine Meadows and for Mexico City's infamous Ska Festival. I actually was at the Irvine Meadows concert. That was really? a yes. We did like two... Two nights. Two, was it two or three? It was two nights. It was yeah. two nights. It was yeah. us young. I was there for the second one. It was fun. And you guys were having such a good time on stage. Yeah. Uh, you guys were feeling your oats. We um, <laughs> this bio goes on for three more paragraphs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have literally played for every celebrity, yeah. been on stage with every celebrity, but you're the most un celebrity energy uh, person that I can think of. Yeah. Um, oh, also, he scored uh, a mortified guide and we had... Uh, you just had Dave on yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. From, uh, you're, and you're Dave says hi. I was literally talking to him on the way here. Dave had fun w- with Martin <laughs> Cove. Who, who he forgot to invite to mortified. We had one on Saturday and that was our conversation and he felt very terrible about it. 
So Martin Cove was <laughs> in Karate Kid and he's in Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, and we had a really fun time. It was a great episode. I was watching it live. Um, Alexander, also, you're co-author of the children's book, uh, Sweet Penny and the Lion. Mm-hmm. Like, when do you sleep? <laughs> um, I feel like I sleep too much, actually. It's like two hours a day. It's simply decadent. Oh, Ask your girlfriend <laughs> what she said. Yeah, too, there's too much in the world I want to do. Like, play the vibraphone again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, please that. welcome Alexander Burke. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Miss Monique Powell, uh, Save Ferris, formed in Orange County, actually where I was born and raised. Really? Uh, what yes. Part? Uh, San Clemente. Oh. And then Laguna she, Beach. She. Oh, she, she. I was, the, <laughs> I was the only brown kid in private school, by the way. Wow, poor thing. <laughs> Uh, yes, my mom worked you? three jobs. Yes, we oh. were poor thing. Poor thing. Remember when British uh, well, Knights uh, came uh, out? No, I, I, oh, yeah. BK, yeah, BK Knights, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my mom got the little decals and put them on my... Oh, that's like the sweetest thing ever. Then she's the best <laughs> mom ever. No, At least my she didn't is, have to grow up in, in Garden Grove, though. Least, that's I mean, rough. Yeah, <clears throat> you got to. You got to. At least you got good Asian food. Uh, oh, <laughs> led by. <laughs> I did actually. Yes. Good, oh, yeah, good yeah. Vietnamese Dead, food. Dying. Some of the best. Right. Safe Ferris food. was the band <laughs> of uh, the 1990s uh, with touring and appearances on TV and movies. Uh, with uh, "Come On Eileen" really set you on the map, which which was the cover, um, but became this phenomenon. And it's no joke. It is true fact. Um, sold 20,000 copies of their EP uh, out of trunks of cars. Well, yeah. I mean, that was kind of how it was done in those days when people actually bought records <laughs> right. or CDs. Yeah. Com- the original indie CD, artist. For those, for those of you who don't know what they are, they're <laughs> compact discs. Or vinyls. Yes. Well, no, vinyl was not popular. You guys, then. I used to listen to cassette. My first CD was Into the Woods, the musical. Uh, what about Into Bette the Midler, Woods, though? it's time to go. I hate to leave. I have to, though. Which? Into the Woods to grandmother's house. Shut wow. the door right now. I was Cinderella. <laughs> I was Cinderella. Really? When I was young, Cinderella. this was a different version. My body was much I different. I Sondheim. I was Cinderella's prince, and I played him like the gayest person. Stop I it. was like, Sondheim I never thought I'd find perfection. Oh! Agony! Right? And so I was dating uh, Rapunzel's <laughs> prince, and so our friends <laughs> sat in the front row, and when we sang Agony, they were like, Sodomy, far more painful than yours. <laughs> Did you ever record that? Oh my God, this show has Oh, honey, I recorded turn. it, but not the song. Uh, wow. I have to tell you, the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences gave Say Ferris a Grammy Showcase Award for the best unsigned band, earning them uh, a recording contract with Epic Records, uh, which is epic in its own right. Um, became part of pop culture um, in 10 Things I Hate About You, which is a funny story because you played at prom at 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, your husband was in 16 Candles in the prom, in the prom audience. Scene. Yeah, in the prom scene really? in the audience. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. So uh, Paul Dooley, Mine. who played the father in 16 Candles, was on. He didn't even realize like how big 16 Candles was like in the scheme of things. He was like, I was on Golden Girls. I'm like, okay. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. that's a big deal. Wow. But yeah, I mean, we felt that way about 10 Things I Hate About You. We, we had no idea. Like when we were doing that movie, Everybody has no seen idea. that movie. My yeah. grandma has oh, seen that movie. And then, yeah. We actually then, watched that movie in high school. Yeah, and that's then we go, all, we go all over the world and you know, people may not speak English, but they can say yeah. 10 things I hate about you perfectly with an American accent. And we're like, yeah. wow, somebody's <laughs> seen the movie. 
couple times. Yes. yes. Such a big part of pop culture um, <laughs> history. And then, uh, after almost 15 years, uh, Save Ferris returned to the music scene in 2017 with Checkered Pass, which we're going to take a little peek at, uh, produced by uh, Oingo Boingo bassist John Avila, also from OC, right? I think so, yeah. I think so. And yeah. you were referred by another producer that had worked on a track with you, right? Uh, no, I was referred by a friend of mine, actually, who, um, Scott Barrett, who yeah. was like, why don't you go call John Avila? Now, John Avila had recorded me when I was like 18 or 19, and I was on that first Real Big Fish record, yeah. the She Has a Girlfriend Now song. And so all these years later, it came back around full circle, and John Avila just killed it on this record. It's in funny how, how like small the circle of life actually oh, is in our yeah. profession. We think, oh, God, entertainment is such a big profession. No, yes. you run into yeah. nice I work with the same everybody. 30 people every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super small. Yeah. Um, uh, small world. But uh, the return single, New Sound, uh, appearance by Neville Staple, by the way, of the specials in such a great such an amazing visually and and audio it's just it's the it. perfect return and we're gonna like yeah. i said take a little uh my best friend of piper that. ferguson directed that video so perfect uh yeah. please welcome monique to the show hello. Hello, hello last but certainly not least um because he has to leave a little early <laughs> go play at the viper room <laughs> fine. david hernandez right. uh gained national attention with his powerful voice and amazing personality as an american idol finalist began acting and singing at age six starting musicals such as Annie, mm -hmm. he's this street, uh, and also performing with various theater companies throughout Arizona. Uh, as a teenager, he began writing original music and recording his own material. In addition to American Idol, uh, he was showcased on The Ellen Show, The Today Show, MTV's TRL, Yay. Extra, Entertainment Tonight, Exits Hollywood, Teen Choice Award, uh, TV Guide's Sexiest Stars of 2008, Yay. Hello, Idol Tonight, Idol Gives Back, and Fox TV. <laughs> Once in a lifetime opportunity when he performed almost like... Uh, the Warp Tour, or almost like when you were part of uh, Weenie Roast. Yeah. Uh, inaugural kickoff celebration for President Barack Obama. Wow. On yeah. stage with Jamie Foxx, John Legend, Maroon 5, a long host, uh, Jessica Alba, and of course, Norman Lear, who has a podcast of his own, by the way, which oh, is crazy. Oh, he's crushing it. Uh, David has traveled throughout the U.S. singing for over 250,000 fans as a star of the 24-city uh, tour entitled Idols at Christmas. Uh, he released his debut video and single, Beautiful, which also became his coming out story, and we're very thankful that he Aww. came out to tell his story. I'm gay? <laughs> <laughs> no, Honey, you are, you are so gay. <laughs> You're I'm not so gay. My boyfriend gay. Is, hey, <laughs> well, we I'm not about gay, that. but my butthole is. As my man crush every day, he can shield me anytime, which is the title of his uh, newest video, which we're going to watch a little bit. Please welcome our panel for today, Sasa. Hello. Hey. Hello. We're so happy to be here. <laughs> okay, so I received. Damn. It's so funny that you guys have such an independent story, and you guys have different genres, different pathways, yeah. different time in the business. But some of the questions are the same from up and coming uh, musicians. Mm -hmm. Number one, how does a musician even make money in today's day and age? It's a really good question. Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> um, I, I really feel like diversifying yourself is kind of what yeah, I like. Amen. I have a podcast um, with my boyfriend, actually, uh, Double D Dialogues. and um, I love that it's Double D. <laughs> Double D. He, well, his name is Derek, so it's like. Oh, my Derek. God, I get it. He's so <laughs> cute, too, by, by the way. Super cute. Uh, but also, you know, I, I feel like, you know, um, music has changed a lot. I don't think that people are necessarily buying records. It's a very single-based industry. Not right. And I also feel like the record's like promotion for the show. It's promotion for the merch. And totally, all that stuff. yes. Mm -hmm. 
And so, you know, it, there's a part of it that's very disappointing, obviously. <laughs> like, yeah. we're like, oh, my God, why don't, why don't you want to buy my shit? But also, at the same time, it's like, well, you know, why don't we channel that into something different? You know what I mean? Like, whether it's merch or, like, a TV show or, like, me being more visible on Facebook or, you know, Instagram and all that kind of stuff. So I think things have just really shifted. Yeah. and. That's okay. That's, you know, it's, it's definitely it an okay. adjustment. Well, parts of it, because right. it, it used to be the record yeah. label would buy you and then pay all your stuff and the fancy. Well, first of all, you're, you're saying record that. label, though. Like, we don't in have that anymore. Days. Right. right. I've exactly. had, I was, yeah, he's yeah. talking so, about in but the what's yeah. the Can beauty? you pass the vodka, by the way? <laughs> totally. Here you go. I'm going to yeah. need this. The beauty of it is that you can be an independent artist and still sell your music and still do things that are amazing and not have a record label associated with it. Yeah. To you know what I mean? Like, I mean, Taylor is... Well, you got a Grammy uh, uh, recognition for being an independent... On? Yeah, so what happened was um, in the mid-late 90s, um, we were literally, like, hustling CDs. Yeah. Um, our first demo was on a cassette tape, and... Uh, and those days yeah and we basically <laughs> did everything we could to just like get five songs together and as yeah. you know cheaply as possible and but the but you know what sold the cds was our shows you know and i think that that's still true today i think that's what really is me. the artist yeah. like bread and butter is your shows for like, me oh, it yeah. is yeah because i'm showing a performer what you, yeah totally yeah i you mean are I, a performer. I yeah i i yeah. like to create an experience for people i 100%. like for people to show up at a show I love and that. i love leave. that you still have that because yeah, a lot of people of course. do have that's, that but that's the only currency i have yeah. you know yeah. is my ability Can to perform that's the only currency i have too it really is like i mean and you know like i can hustle or whatever you know, but I, when you I see hustle, me live, but I, I, and vice versa, you're like, yeah. this is what I'm about. Like, this is who yeah. I am. Well, yeah. it's funny, Monique, yeah. because yeah. when I listen to your recordings, I'm like, yeah, that's Monique. Like, that's <laughs> the voice I love. When you go see a show, it's a different experience. And a live show should be. It should be a little bit more raw. Exactly. It should be a little bit more free. It should be mm -hmm. like, I'm playing with you. It's such a different way to experience. Well, that's This it. is why remixes are so popular. Because right. it's like, I love what you did, but... Because well, also, in our age of like we're so distracted, I need to see it in a different way. Oh, well, yeah. when people, right. but when people pay for a show, they want to know that they're getting something that nobody else is getting. Exactly. Yeah. So well, we're totally. having this experience. moment together, and there's going to be mistakes and accidents and whatever. But that's just that's incredible material yeah, that you yeah. get to take home with you yeah. and tell all your friends about. Because you know, crazy stuff happens at Save Ferris shows, and I that's probably never going to happen one again. One of my favorite moments, yeah. not to interrupt you, was mm -hmm. when we well, saw just did, my so. friend Vincent. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> you know Vincent, right? Vincent, the singer. Vincent. 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 Yes. Uh, he, was oh, he was on the show, by the way. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. So he was performing, yeah, I, uh, I want to say, like, a couple weeks ago. And he was doing, like, you know, he was singing a song. And he goes, oh, yep, I'm supposed to be dancing here. And it just <laughs> humanized the entire thing. And I yeah. thought it was so... Sorry, I was going to say effing, but... It was so effing You're amazing. Saving me so much money because tonight. you just you can relate to that more, right? Like that. Yeah. Universe. No, I mean, yeah. and that's why you know I tried to do a, like a scripted show, and I couldn't do it. Bomb. And he I, bomb. I bombed. Oh no. I bombed. And he bombed. But uh, I, the show didn't bomb, but I bombed. Well, it's um, funny. I couldn't do it well, because it it's like it's like every audience is different, mm -hmm. and we get to know each other within the first couple of songs. True. And, gotcha. and I, yeah. I tailor the show for you. So I can't do the same 
shtick every night. And sure. audiences have a different, when they come see Say Ferris, especially now that you've kind of recreated yourself, mm-hmm. they come with expectations, but they want to be surprised. And you yeah. did an oh, interview. Oh, and they will be. <laughs> <laughs> but you did every an interview, and you're like, show. unless it's a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. I want some rawness. I don't need the perfect sound. Mm-hmm. I need the perfect experience. Correct. Which well, is not perfect in itself. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. I mean, I, because I know, I look at uh, Say Fair shows as a fan who goes to shows and has been going to shows for a very long time. And I love to be able to be a part of something that feels special. And That's like it's mine. Yeah. And I get to take it home in my that. pocket. Well, yeah. And people are, you know, People pay a lot of money for shows now. Yeah. Yeah. They want Listen, 30 an bucks is a lot of money. I paid $15 oh, yeah. to like see Bette Midler in concert, and I was pretty close. Wait, 15? 15? 15. What did my you shows are 15. Irvine, uh, <laughs> it was Irvine. Like, Irvine like, Meadows again? Yeah. Yeah. student rushed or oh, something. Shit. There's no way. I need guest list for David's shows. I saw Miss Saigon for $20. Wow. Are these professional productions? You who I cradled in my arms, you. Asking as little as you can. They're called be doy, <laughs> the dust of life. Shut your face. A right little snip of a little man. Okay. I swear okay. I'd give my life for you. Alexander, I saw Easter. Sorry. I feel like I should just sit on a Rockwell show and let them do their <laughs> thing. Yeah. I saw Miss Saigon on Easter you. Sunday, <laughs> and I was like, screw Jesus. Let's see what happened to this Asian girl. Right. Yes. Loved it. Right. I'm yes. done. Al- Alexander. You have performed yes. for so many different genres, and you fit. I've heard you play for Say Ferris. I've heard you play for Magnolia Memoirs. I've also heard you play because a lot of your stuff is on video for yeah. major celebrities, from A-list film celebrities <laughs> to actual musical celebrities. How do you change your approach to a performance or your approach to music? These genres are so different. So my whole MO is to make it sound like the lead singer is the one playing piano. Um, the the problem with session players, I'm doing quotes for those of you at home who are watching the live stream. You should watch the live stream. Yes, please. But <laughs> but if you're not, and you're just listening. Um, the problem with session players is when they walk in, they're like, oh, here's how a shuffle goes. Here's how a rock song goes. It's going to sound generic and it's going to sound boring. The whole goal when you play is to make it sound like the singer is the one who's playing piano. The singer is the one who's playing drums. You want to play to the singer. If they speed up and slow down a little bit, you don't you don't want to play like, oh, you should be listening to the click. You're effing up to quote. You know, him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to tell you how different that is in the industry, and that's what makes a good musician, is that they're fitting the the betterment of the full picture. Because I have worked with piano yeah. players. My timing is way off. I get super indulgent, especially if I'm singing Judy Garland songs. <laughs> well, you should. Listen to Rufus <laughs> Wainwright when he does Judy Garland. As no, I won't. To his... I have taste. Oh. <laughs> you can't just sing quietly and half hit the note and be like, oh, I'm so dramatic. No, you're off pitch. Um, <laughs> Sorry, um, but you do. <laughs> but you, How do you also. Really feel? I really feel that way. Please don't. Please don't. Sold ask out about. Hollywood Bowl singing Judy songs. She would roll over. It's like, what is he singing? He's not even half vibrato. Right. <laughs> but, but he breathes well. But but uh, <laughs> what else is he gonna do? Um, but I love that you said that because you're honoring the singer, the composer. If you haven't composed the yeah. music, um, but what happens is that all of you are stars. That's yeah. That's the goal. It should feel like people. Should, what, what I love about playing with Safe Ferris too is like I played with her for the first show back, which was amazing. And afterwards, people came up to me and were like, "Hey, remember when we did a bunch of coke together in '96? <laughs> and we did. We had this like crazy night, and we partied all night long." I'm like, "Wow, I was 13 then, uh, uh, and there also wasn't a keyboard player in the 13." 
83. Uh, and there wasn't that a wasn't keyboard. <laughs> and there wasn't a keyboard player in the band then. But that's amazing. You think that was me? Yeah. Uh, and no. but it's also like, no. it's what why you're that such a good. Me. <laughs> I was I was a small ginger-headed Jewish also leprechaun but in the nineties. Was all that, <laughs> and it was all that. She had, blow, she had all the blow a I did made me big and yeah. strong. I love See? it. Uh, I hope the kids are listening. Tomorrow, <laughs> but this is also why you're great. Bottom dollar that tomorrow. Kurt, you guys, Kurt is going to go home and have so much yeah. straight sex, he's not even going to know what to do. I'm going to go home and have so much yeah. straight sex. And I think so, so, <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Go ahead, Alex. No, I was actually Good. trying to compliment you uh, because, Alexander, the reason why you're such an amazing radio host is you're able to create an environment where Monique and I know each other. This is the second time I've ever seen you, but I feel like I'm best friends with everybody in this room. It yeah. feels like we've all known each other for 25 years. Well, you also pick good people. It's impossible. I'm 22. Alex, is, Alex <laughs> makes everybody feel happy. Well, see, and I want to say, to yeah. your point, you know, you should have, I had this discussion today, you should have some ego. You should have some pride. It's okay to be a bit of a diva if you need certain things, like you need your microphone to be right, you need your monitor to be right, yeah. you need to make sure your booking is right. That's not being a diva. That's having pride for yourself. And that right. is okay. You have that kind of like, you just kind of go with the fro. Uh, fro. With the fro? Fro. <laughs> fro. I do have a Jew fro he when does I grow have a Jew fro. Yeah. I know you do. He's got a Jew fro. I saw your That's bookshelf uh, picture. <laughs> yeah. But you really, uh, your ego when you're performing really comes down. Uh, Kurt, can, can we take a peek at uh, Magnolia Memoir, No One Like You? We actually see you in one of the quietest performances <laughs> you've done on on. On keyboard, but but just look at this gentleness and compare it to uh, Alexander's other uh, performance. I love this video. I would love you if you lend me. You can crush me, cause you get me. Before I breathe a word. I love the video, how it goes to the bed and you're... That's Alexander on keys. And we uh, co-wrote the song together. Piano is telling its own story right now. Okay, you're insane. <laughs> so, oh my God, that that effed me up. Not clinically. <laughs> but did you hear how the piano did tell its own story? It's, yes. But well, that's something she, I her do. Her voice is also telling a story. But that's also something I do when I play. Like when I play a song, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm going to think about that girl I met at the bar who." I thought we had a connection with, and then... Was that you? No, it wasn't her. And where, then where, I called her, and she never meet? called me back, and I'll play, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't work. I'll think about my cat. I'm like, oh, that actually works. You have a cat? I do. And a I'm pug. still like this about and your sexuality. so uh, my girlfriend and I met <laughs> actually... Tom. We met, oh, Major Tom's the greatest. So Major my girlfriend Tom. and I actually met backstage at Irvine Meadows at the show you were at. This, this is the place show. of Safe dreams, by the way. Yeah. 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 It was the Safe first marijuana show. I ever smoked. What? Did you like wait, how I what? said marijuana? You, wait, wait, whoa. Oh, I love that you also did the hand motion, too. I know. You smoked marijuana you at that show. First of all, can I say that I've been sitting next to you for about an hour now, and I just realized how incredible you are Aww. as a musician? Like... 
Can I get a high five? Oh, oh my God. Uh, no, that was so, that was so amazing, though. And oh, he's, an in, heard, like, he's an incredible performer. No, like, oh, I have, you. like, a man he really boner is. right now. Like, a total, if I like, afford, a straight man boner. Oh, if I could afford Alex you. at every show, he would be at every oh. show. Because he just makes that sign of You could the afford this below. Alex at every show. Really? It legit. <laughs> what's so cool about literally that song is it literally, it sounds like a duet. Oh, and that's it a really it good sounds, point. It really does. It sounds yeah. like it, the piano totally. is yes. also another singer. And yes. it's so crazy well, and how well that's And that's what the goal matched. is. Yeah. So I think you're, what you're doing incredible. is complimenting each other. Yeah. And I think that's really important because other people like can play over the vocalist or the vocalist can play sing over the right. pianist, but you're actually complimenting each other. We're I also, in this that. day and age, like if you see a video on YouTube that somebody sends to you, you're going to watch 10 seconds. Let's be honest. So <laughs> totally. the piano player yeah, feels like you do. Da, 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 at the very beginning, right? That's and why you post like 15 second clips on Instagram. Right. Like or that's shirtless. what the attention span is. <laughs> I posted shirtless photos for a week. Nothing <laughs> happened to the show. I'll subscribe. Uh, that's shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about when we craft our own show and when we craft our own music videos and David I want to talk about your experience yeah. with American Idol and I want to talk about the dichotomy of you came in as a consummate musician you knew what voice you had whatever but when you get into a TV show we have a producer telling you what your voice is yeah. what your style is what you're going to sing tell me what that does to your craft and tell me what that experience was what was the audition like what was your first performance well like? I was super new to that experience actually I, I thought I came in as a musician really but I didn't really know what I was doing until later, to be honest. Like I was, you know, I they threw me in different directions. Like you should sing that song and that, that should be that like sort of, um, you know, that that's the, the way the song's gonna go. Um, I didn't really realize the musician, oh shit, the musician that I was <laughs> until later. Kurt, my son went Did out you? In, the, in the right yeah. ear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, During same. those times, David, when like someone's telling like someone's telling you like, oh, you're you should be singing this song and that's how you should be singing it. Do you yeah. ever have those moments where you can you can actually go back to them and be like, no, I was so scared. Oh, like I just I, I didn't do that. I was 24 years old. Right. Like I didn't. And it's it's, it's funny because Nigel Lithgow, is it kind of? Foggy I think it's an all, are all of you having problems? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing this here. Yeah. Nigel Lithgow was like. Thank you, UBN. David, like I just I. You, First of all, the week that I went home was the Beatles week. Here we go. We're back. Um, <laughs> don't move anybody. Don't move. Okay. <laughs> don't move. Bring, work, bring the uh, headphones The week back. that I went home was Beatles week. And um, I remember pulling out of a hat, me and Brooke White and David Archuleta, and I wanted to sing Imagine. And I didn't get that song. And I remember uh, they're saying, like, oh, my God. So sing I Saw Her Standing There, which... I don't. I saw her standing there, <laughs> like really, guys. <laughs> like, I'm not she really... was giving me life when she was first, standing first there. First of all, <laughs> the first line is she was just 17, 17. and you yeah. know what I mean. I'm like, well, Ew. not really. That's like, creepy. I don't want to f I'll, her. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm on record. I never thought the Beatles. I actually like the Monkees, but the Beatles. I thought were overrated. Am I alone here? I mean, a lot of people would say, yes, you're alone, but I didn't grow Nobody up on said the Beatles. Anything. They I, were I, not, yeah. I, I, like I did, I, David, how old do you think I am? Am I, I Benjamin agree. Button? Yeah. <laughs> I recognize the merit. Here's what I'll do. I'll agree with you I on that. Mozart was with it. I, was I do respect yeah. the Beatles. I did not grow yeah. up on them, but I do respect them. Um, and so anyway, so my whole point was that, you know, uh, Nigel was like, David, so you cannot just slow. Because what I wanted to do was slow that song down. Like I wanted to do it acoustic. I know where my voice shines. 
And he was like, right? See? And people yeah, love to hear different to And here's, here's, what, here's what Nigel said. Yeah. He goes, David, you cannot do that. It's a Beatles song. I'm like, uh, all right. Oh, really? So I got on stage in my little fucking vest. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> $30. 30 40 40 actually. I'm I did that whole like doo-wop moment. So, uh, yeah, it was, to answer your question, I, I guess I felt like I needed to conform to what they wanted. Did you have and, any moment on American Idol where you felt like this is my voice 100%? Uh, yes. When I sang, it's all coming back to me now. Really? Yeah. I will YouTube that when I get home. Okay. Please YouTube. It's actually one That's of your highest uh, stream from American Idol. Do you know your why own. that is though? Because, because it's Celine Dion and they well, want to hear it differently. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I actually mean Ooh. that 100%. She had, but here's what she happened great though. songwriters. She's amazing. But when you hear that song done like Celine, you're like, how else can we hear this? Because the message is the, is the right. same. But here's what happened though. We were actually in a rehearsal moment and uh, Deborah Bird was my the coach at the time and she said okay what do you want to sing and i was like i don't know like i was crying i actually was crying i was like i don't know like the show was the next day like come 12 out hours no not <laughs> can i sing judy garland <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she i started crying and she goes let me know when you're done Oh, wow. the whole thing is very stressful to me. Like, very even stressful. Your story yeah, makes yeah, yeah. me no, totally. Uh, because I, you have I, to so I did that. seconds of yeah. performance. Like you have thirty seconds. I'm yeah. doing this uh, with the I, TV I have, show. Like, you felt it. It's like yeah. we Just only have thinking about seconds. it. No, yeah. and then you have to like. Re memorize all the words and like right. that's just if they get cleared or not like all that kind of bullshit. Even, like, you oh, yeah. guys are people. You're human beings. There's no reason why you well, should be treated. No, no, like, no, no, no. Now I realize we're human. No, you're completely wrong. When you're on network TV, and this is why I want to talk about American Idol, when you're on network TV, you are not a human being. You're selling it in a 30-second space because their sponsors have to come in because they're paying for the show. Right. They want to hear right. a certain uh, uh, voice. Their audience wants to see a certain person. If you right. don't fit that, you're not a human being. Well, it's right. what they think their audience right. wants to hear. Right. It's very much... It's very much like what you were saying, like where they would, they were, they did not really care about like emotions. I mean, I would never speak for like stories that Pia has told me about American Idol, but she's yeah. told me the same kind of like thing where she felt very much a lot of the time. And like, I love Pia, like, yeah. and I've talked to her about that whole situation, and she's like literally like, the same story. Like, yeah. I wish I could be myself. Like, I wish in those moments I could sing what I wanted to sing. Mm. They had those expectations. If and it anybody was, ever it was said really that terrible. to me when I was crying, if anybody ever said that to me, are you finished? I would be <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to finish on you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I will show you how I but finish. But Monique, let's talk about I this. Yes. I love that. Let me finish all over that face yeah. of yours. <laughs> mm. Nobody talks to mom about that. Do way. lesbians ever but finish when you're, when you're, they keep going When you're 24 on years on old or 23 or 22, like you'd think that this is like Plus, the American end all Idol. Idol. That name is always no, in your entry. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, yeah, I was totally there. Twenty twenty two. Say Ferris got signed to Epic Records. Like, I I was like, just say yes to everything. Just say yeah. yes to everything. I was there when you know. Uh, it, we were surrounded. Like a, I was surrounded by men who were like, "You're too thick. You need to lose weight. Ugh. What are you eating? What's on your That's plate?" People talking shit behind my back. I feel so weird not being able to cuss. Like I feel like there's a child in the room. This is wrong. You can, this but that's why I don't That's have me. children. You can, but you'll let. Okay? Uh, I'll let you know. My mom has texted me three times. Rose cussing. Rose. Oh, so that's who you're Come paying on, the ten dollars to? Mama, no, we pay it to iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, yeah. I'm I'm kidding. Be you. Just no, but you know what I'm saying. So it's just like, I remember, you know, doing a photo shoot and like, 
one of the one of the men from the record label was like, you know, this outfit doesn't look good on you. And then I had to change my clothes in front of five record executives wow. because there was no dressing room. That would for never me. happen today because of the hyper reality right. we're in. Absolutely. And it shouldn't. It should yeah, it was it was awful and I only, you know, I was just like saying yes to everything cuz I was young and I was like if you say no, yeah. they're not going to like you and they're going to drop you. Did you ever right. feel and exactly. they dropped us anyway? Did you ever feel like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, may but maybe that's the best thing that could have happened. It was the best thing that could have happened. But Absolutely. did you ever feel like during those times, like you were just like property or a machine? Or uh, the like whole time. I mean, the, the whole time. time. And you know, there were so few women doing what I yeah. was doing in my in my scene or in my genre. So, you know, I, I didn't even like. Do you I didn't still have feel time like the to hate think about like it. Now, do you still feel like people put that on you to conform to like what no. is pop music? Not anymore. Okay. And I'm also, you know, like I said, yeah, well, you know well, what? Well, David, because Fuck of the em. LGBT community, uh, is always going to judge you. If you were to gain 20 pounds, we would be all over you and you wouldn't get any bookings. And you know and that's what? The sadness but that's of, why of you're not going to see me it's on American Idol. That's why you're not going to see me on that show because I am not that person. So, Monique, I'm just not. You cannot tell me, you know, that I cannot sing this song in this way. And you can't, like, you could have done that 20 years ago, but you cannot do that to me anymore. I would rather starve and live in a gutter than have someone treat me that way. I have so many emails about. Let's do it. About your, you. your positivity, we're about your be reality. In the most beautiful gutter ever it's decorated. Be so hot. Just to put it like on a superficial <laughs> level, like you wear wigs on stage and you own it. You're like, yeah, I wear wigs because it's yeah. part of the show you're getting, but you're right. very honest about that. Um, yeah. And I don't know how deep you want to get into this, but um, I want to talk about when you're on tour, when you're creating music and you have to keep going because that's your bread and butter, that, that's what pays the bills. Yeah. Um, you unfortunately lost your father mm -hmm. in a weird, beautiful way because your father came in and he was, it was his last good day, right? When he yeah. came to the studio and he actually uh, sang on a song Right. Kurt, we're getting a lot of uh, static. Is that from you? Or is it's that from... Okay. So, well, basically the reason why I brought the band back in 2013 was because of my dad. And... Wait, wait, wait. B yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. You guys, I think it's because of the phone is near the, the, the microphone. Yeah? Is it me? Me? No. Okay. Because I, I, I want this story to be yeah. uninterrupted. So is this really happening? Yeah, no, it's not our phones, my love. Very. The station yeah. is haunted, just so you know. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh. It really is. I'm not kidding. We've had celebrity uh, psychics and, yeah. No kidding. Nice. You're kidding me. 100%. Sometimes the sign will drop, sometimes the light will go out, sometimes oh. the tile will fall. Do you okay. know who the ghost wow. is? It's Be Arthur. Really? She's so jealous because I've taken <laughs> her personality. Can you tell her I'm a huge fan? I loved her on, I'm, I forget what, Comedy Central Roast. I'm the worst oh, such a ever. huge fan that you don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, no. I want to hear the story, though. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just yeah, no, no, no. No, I can, I can, you know, because there's more to the story. Um, Hold on. <laughs> Kurt, we have to fix this static. Yeah, maybe it's just the headphone feed. Yeah. Maybe it's not the mic feed. It's, it's actually now. when you took, yeah, when you, yeah. It did just go away. Nope. No, it's never still mind. there. Spoke too soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to sing while we wait. Yes, please. Kurt, I, it's something. Oh. Oh. It's there slightly. I don't hear it now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you the question again because I, I, I really want this. You know, the show is not, the show is not serious. It's not maybe political. Maybe it was my it's dad. Not. Maybe, maybe my dad doesn't saying, want maybe. us to talk about. No, it. No, no, no. I think. Um, so let, let me ask this question again. 
the reality of music when we're told and we have to we have to keep going we have to keep recording we have to keep on tour yeah, yeah. because it pays the bills and that's the reality it's not some yeah. glamorous musician life yeah there's sometimes we get ready in a dressing room that's a closet there's sometimes we get in a dressing room that's we're a, lucky a that's huge. a closet right right right, oh right. Yeah, but the reality yeah. is is you went through something pretty emotional when you lost your dad your dad yeah. was uh, was able to spend a really good day with you in studio recording a song. Right. Um, and then you lost him uh, while you were on tour. Well, actually. Right before, sorry. So, well, what happened was when I brought the band back in 2013, it was a promise to my dad that once I had this surgery on my neck, if I woke up and I could still sing, and if I woke up, A, if I could still sing and if I could still walk, that I would bring the band back. Because for 10 years, uh, my dad was like, when are you going to get back on stage? And I, you know, would say, I just, I don't, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I really never thought it was going to happen. And so when I woke up from that surgery, you know, I, listen, my dad was an incredibly um, moral, upstanding individual. He um, always kept his word. And so when I woke up, I was like, oh, she... I'm alive. Got to bring the band back. And I knew it wasn't going to be easy. So then dad got to see us sell out the Pacific Amphitheater and, yeah, I was, and Alex was there. I remember meeting your dad at that show and I've never seen a happier man. Oh my God. He was so happy. So we got to see us do that. And then, and then we, uh, you know, had the EP mm-hmm. and my dad came out to sing on a song that I had, this song I had written in like 15 minutes Okay, and it had nothing and to do with him. It had nothing to yeah. do with him. It was it, the song was written about, um, you know, whatever it was written about. It can be about whatever, but um, but yeah. And so <clears throat> John Avila was like, "You should have your dad come out and sing on Goodbye Brother," and I was like, "Great, Dad'll sound great on that." So Dad came out, sang on it. Ugh. We went to lunch together, all of us. We celebrated his birthday. Ugh. It was September twelfth. And right after that, my dad got sick. And for four months, you know, I watched my dad starve to death and die. Okay. And, and he died. And then I went right out on tour. I buried him and, and went right out on tour. And so, you know, I had to work. I had to. But every, you know, the way that I made it work was like every moment was for him. Every, every note was for him. Yeah. You know, the reason why I don't give a flying F anymore is because I don't do this for the, the naysayers. I do this for people like my dad who care about music, who love people, who, you know, have integrity, and people who come to our shows who want to be entertained and they love music. And <clears throat> I don't really care what anybody else has to say anymore, but because this is a, so much of a bigger picture for me. Uh. And so basically what happened was, you know, I did all that touring. And then when I came home to write this new EP or this new record that I'm supposed to be working on right now, I lost my mind. I literally lost my mind because I had on Father's Day, I f- went to his grave for the first time and, and it set in, he's gone. And this was a year and a half after he died. So I had a year and a half of like, you know, insanity that I had to process. So, you know, right now I'm in the process of just trying to chill and like get my head together so I can finish writing this record. But I had to step, I had to step away from it. Holy shit. Yeah. So, and not to bring it down, cause mm-hmm. that's, you know, this is the reality of the entertainment industry. Yeah. And 
this is what we all deal with is our stories. We have an obligation to our family. We have an obligation to our friends, our lovers, mm-hmm. our fans. Yeah. Um, and so I love that you shared that story because yeah. this is the reality. And sometimes it's okay to take a breath. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so, I'm so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> I want to show a little bit of, of, of the return. Um, let's see a little bit uh, of Monique Powell bringing it back. Oh, the video. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm not going to play that one. I have oh, to leave, uh-oh, I'm scared. Like, oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I love it. The, the video is so great. That's Angela Moore from Fishbone. Do you have to leave now? Yes. That's Alexander Burke. Yes, he's being so, so crazy. That's me. There's Navi. Alongside Safe Ferris. Once it got you, it will take you away. There is a fire, we're gonna burn it down. We're gonna burn, burn, burn down to the ground. So what I love is that it brings back some of the sounds that we've heard from your past, but it's just so fun. Yeah. It's like, I'm back, but I'm going to have fun, and I'm going to do it on my own terms. That, yes. Monique, you look so good. So tell me what the creative process with this video was. Well, I mean, I, I can take very little credit for it. It's Piper Ferguson who directed it and wrote it, um, and Pinup Girl Clothing gave us all those clothes, and we had um, Polaris Cosmetics doing the hair and makeup. It was really just like a, it took a village, you know, because we don't, you we didn't have left, any money. You left you know? out the fact you shot that at your house. Yeah, that's shot at my that's house. That's where you live? Uh, Whoa, that's, that's so I, cool. When, when do I get in, invited? Yeah, anytime. I have amazing salons there. Like really interesting people. And uh, Ashley Gonzalez did my makeup. Best makeup I've ever had. Yeah. What's funny, because you're paying homage to the original Say Ferris, and you're paying homage to, this is who I am now. Yeah. Alexander, um, I got this uh, actually from one of your bandmates, Oh, from one of your gigs, I won't say the name. Uh-oh. Do you ever get music burnout? Because they do. How do you overcome it? Uh, never. 
Um, I feel like what I always say is I'm paid for getting the job and I'm paid for going to the job and setting up my keyboards and dealing with sound check. The actual performance, the actual recording session, the actual scoring is a joy. I feel like I'm conning people every time I get paid. That being said, please pay me. Um, (laughs) um, Which I get, but let's, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> Me, doing music, whether you're writing, whether you're in front it, of the camera, it never it's gets so old. draining. It, it never, it, to me, it, re, it, it regenerates me. It Who never, are you? You're <laughs> like an alien from like oh, no, Music I, Planet. I completely agree with <laughs> yeah. you. Like I think uh, last week was my first week that I had to do five shows. Yeah. And um, they each were like 30 to 45 minutes. But like because I do all my own show myself. Um Everyone kept asking me, like, are you tired? I'm like, no, are we, like, are we still going? Like, do we got another oh. half hour we can oh, do? I'm All with right? you 100%. I, yeah. was, uh, I was touring with I Bill. get tired. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get real tired. But also, so when you get burned you out, you are never going to see a 90-minute Save Ferris show. That's a lie. I mean, I should I've never been a part never. of 90-minute Save Ferris show. Oh, because I got to do that in And she's like, no, Alexander Burke. And she's in, gone for, like, 45 yeah, minutes. She's, like, watching Ladies Beaches in the back. So I know. <laughs> Exactly. What did you think of the remake of Beaches? That's the important thing. Uh, we're not going to talk about it, even though it had Adina Menzel, one of my favorite musicians. But <laughs> So you don't get music burnout. What do you guys do when you get music burnout? I get burnt out, but not forever from playing and performing. I get burnt out from the fact of like I'm taking, <laughs> you know, 201 meetings about, you know, booking a project. I get burnt out trying to book the yeah. project. I get burnt out. Um, I don't get burnt out ever on performing. No, or, never. You on know, the no. creative process, but it's, you know, because really now good our point. careers. It's the meetings that drains you it's, out. Well, yeah. it's, it's the, the, pro- it's the process of meeting. In too. order to be yeah. able, yeah. see, I always say this. It's like, I don't love writing songs. I don't. I try and make it a fun, inclusive process if I can, because that makes it fun for me. But I don't love writing songs. I don't. How do you uh, feel? How do you feel about recording the songs? I, I'm okay. I'm, I don't. Uh, you know, I do it because I have to. Yeah. I do it. But listen, it's because I'm. It's because it draws on me emotionally, and it and it pulls out every insecurity I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, and having to write with bunches of different mm-hmm. people, I feel like I'm. You know, when I write with someone, I feel like we're having this intimate moment. You know, I feel like we're having. S- going to third base with each other and it's really it's really hard I, for uh, me but the reason why i do it is so that i can tour right. that is it i so will learn how to do anything like, to and, get me on the road and alexander right. like you collaborated you've collaborated on music and you've also collaborated on a children's book and taylor you've collaborated this is why I have a guest co-host because I like the new energy. Yeah, I can't work with the same person over and over because it's a pride thing. Creativity mm. is not shareable in in my mind. Right. People can inspire stuff, but if you have a point of view, it's really hard to share that. Mm. No. Oh, I I can it. It's disagree with me because it's. I don't disagree. This with you is why my I, name is the only one that's. Wait, on I, can you can I, you can you elaborate a little bit more? Yeah. I'm trying to understand. I think I know what you're saying. Right, you you're saying like you're saying it's very hard for you to collaborate with someone, especially when they're trying to, ha- when they're coming from their own creative like mindset. Right. It's like oh, I would love to collaborate with Patty Lapone. But I know exactly Why what I want back to uh, her? because <laughs> well, I'm trying to get this right. You have your own self. established voice and identity, and you are very comfortable expressing that. Other people, like I know, for me, the writing process is very isolating, and I get really low. 
really low. That's I can write by myself. I hear that from but I right. hear that I can from a be, lot I of musicians. I can write by myself, no problem. But I know if I, I know, like even collaborating with other people, I still end up on the floor in the studio crying, like make yeah. it stop. Like it, it makes it's very, it's really like a difficult process for me. But it's also a beautiful process for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. It is, but I totally relate. But yeah, like, I get low. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think some. I don't write them very often only because I get to that point. But when you like write these like emotional songs that literally is like a three and a half minute therapy session that took (laughs) you like six hours to get completely out of you from like writing, like producing, recording and all that stuff and you're done and you're just drained. But yeah, I like, but you can't translate to the audience because sometimes it's like, I want to hear the emotion, but I don't want to see all this like emoted whatever you have to put all that emotion into a presentable marketable right and i'm not even talking about writing emotional songs i'm talking about the process of writing a song that other people may want to listen to like without it being so self-involved like when i write i'm trying to think of as many different types of people as possible i mean of course writing is a selfish thing yeah. because you're coming from a very personal place. Well, you have place. to have a lot of hubris of like what right. my story or what I have to say is worth you stopping for three and a half minutes and listening right. to. Or the language that you have to create to be able to yeah. make that song in work. My, yeah. I don't know about you, but my entire life for as many songs as I've written, I only have two songs, I think maybe three, which are 100% me. Yeah. Which are my soul and heart. Yeah. Well, oh. I have a feeling though you contribute a lot and you're like, oh, just put me down as a uh, um, as like whatever. So this is the question I have for you. As this is for me, uh, as a composer, because what you do as a composer, if you guys uh, know him from him performing with bands, his work as a composer is so different. You've composed next to uh, James uh, Vanderbeek. No, <laughs> Edward James. Uh, almost. Yes. Yeah. Almost. But composing music <laughs> is so different than like musical sessions and whatever you have to look at the story and you have to score differently and your music has to tell a story without you having the voice it's so weird to me well it's so much fun because it's like uh, you get to like score figure out what the world is like oh there's a couple and they're having a really they're having dinner at a really whatever restaurant so it's really I'm going to write music that just feels really inappropriate for the scene that would exist in this restaurant but when it has the close-up of the girl I'm going to play to what her emotion is and what's going on in her heart and soul and what she's thinking when the camera pulls in. When it pulls out, I'm going to go back to that music and it's going to be really disconcerting to get to like really dive in and what's the story and how am I going to play with the audience and play with emotions and go towards what people are expecting and surprise them and maybe I'll foreshadow a little bit, but I'll do some Nabokov stuff where I'll foreshadow a different direction that the story is actually going to. Like That's where it gets exciting. I'm sorry. Can I just say this? You're an effing genius. <laughs> he's a genius, like, but but he's also he's a little too incredible. sweet as a musician. It's like ah. So let's talk about <laughs> the reincarnation of Say Ferris because I know Alexander was a part of that. He was. I'm not going to bring up all the drama with Say Ferris, but you had to take some time off. You had to consider who was part of your team. Yeah. Well, basically, you know what and happened. And Alexander was a part of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I, don't mean, to, uh, I feel like we have to do a shout out to Abby Travis for a second. We do. I was just going to say this. Tell me everything from that because when you have a band, it's not just you. It's a lot of responsibility and some it drama is. can happen and that's okay. 
Well, yes. Uh, listen, it was never my plan for this to be my band. It just happened that way. Explain that. Uh, I, I mean, it's just, you know, people made certain decisions that people made certain decisions that sort of pushed the tide uh, into ending up with that sort of result. I don't know how else to say it. Um, it was not it was not my idea. It was not my plan. Um, but that being said, uh, you know, it, it's hard. It's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, I mean, I get to deal with a bunch of like, you know, discontented divas all the time. But then I also get to hang out with some of the coolest people I've ever met, you know, and I get to like have a great time, have fun with them. Um, but it is a lot of responsibility and, you know, I'm being the codependent that I am. <laughs> uh, want everybody to be happy all the time. And that's impossible. Monique, so. when you guys went to stardom in mm -hmm. the 90s, yeah. when did you start to feel like things were eroding with the band? When did you, what red flags should artists look for? Uh, <clears throat> you don't have to throw anybody on the bus. You know, I you don't think wanna... that for, say, Ferris, we were just waning in popularity. And rather than sticking it out, like other bands did, like Real Big Fish stuck it out, yeah. you know? Um, <clears throat> um, Fishbone stuck it out. All these other bands stuck it out. But for some reason, there were certain people in the band that just didn't want to continue with it anymore. And I, uh, I did not agree with that. But um, what do you look for? Listen, you can't make everybody happy all the time. You can't. And you need to have a band full of people who know how to make themselves happy and know how to ask for what they want and say what they mean and mean what they say, but not say it mean. <laughs> and, you know, um, listen, touring is like you are thrown onto this very small space and you're forced to learn how to share People like I've toured with people that have never had to share before. They're yeah. only children. They don't know how to do their own laundry. You don't know how many men I've grown men. I've taught how to do laundry. Thank you, Mama Rose. Yeah, Mama Rose. <laughs> yeah. Mama True. Rose. We need to have a talk. You know, men who don't know how much to tip. You know, like the, the like. It's been incredible, like uh, dealing and and learning how. I think I could probably give a class on how to be a good like good mom to your son because I can tell you all the things you need to teach them when well, they're you little. you did an interview and she doesn't where, have any children. And I have no children. Thank God, because I hate children. But I have to say, it's also the best time of your life. It's the best time of your life. I feel like everyone you tour with is like, if if you get along, mm -hmm. they become your best friends. And even if you only yeah. spend five days on the road with them, yeah. it's like you went to war together. You guys are best friends. But, right. but here's right. the reality of like yeah. life. I always said, uh, the best... Uh, test of your best friend, your lover, your parents is traveling because it's so difficult. George Carlin really. said the same thing. George Carlin said that too. Oh, he did. Yeah. I love him. So he said much. instead of going, you know, paying for a fancy wedding, you should go like travel the world for like four months with that person and go through the worst shit possible and see if it's you still so get along. Yeah. Cool. That makes a lot of sense. It's not easy, you know. Uh, these bands, like the Stones, like bands that have been together for so long with the same members. But there's breakups there too. There's there. Well, you know, they have probably had a therapist for the last twenty five years. Just like Metallica. Yeah, just like Metallica. Monique, I had a yeah. I had a question because I I had um 
I follow like some some bands um, that when they were going through like tough times and some members left, instead mm-hmm. of like taking time apart from everyone, mm-hmm. they just replaced them right away. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think about just like the members that wanted to leave? Did you just think, okay, well, I'll just have, I'll have you replaced by next Wednesday? I Well, I did that. I did. I put together another uh, Say Ferris and did a Say Ferris tour with them. Um, but I'll be honest, it wasn't just about, it wasn't a, just about me. It was about the fans. I wanted us mm-hmm. to be able to say goodbye to the fans who had been to 40, 50 shows, mm-hmm. you know, people who were crazy big fans of Safe Ferris. We were breaking their hearts. And <clears throat> there was also people in the band who were suffering financially. And my opinion was, let's release, we're out of our record contract, let's release, you know, some some music so that uh, you know, we can get some money in your pockets first, and then we'll re- we'll decide what we're going to do from there. But you know, listen, I wouldn't encourage anybody who's miserable to stay in misery. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't ask you to do that. So there's two sides of the coin. You know, if you're miserable, you got to move on. But the problem is, don't you know, try and bring everybody else down with you. You bring up a good point, though. And Alexander, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about this. Is like when you're the voice, Monique, you are Safe Harris. Whether I heard it from 1995 or I hear it today, you're Safe Harris. So the band could follow suit, not in a derogatory way, but when you're a musician accompanying that like how does that feel do you have ownership of the band how do you because you've came uh, into say ferris you've been part of magnolia memoir you know where does that ownership come in as a musician that's kind of laying the foundation for a star to shine uh it depends on the project yeah it's really on a pro mm. because like for and say- alex is irreplaceable on stage oh. it's like oh i mean i can't hire another keyboard player <laughs> because people know him like oh, he is you this bright shiny light and uh, is he that way during dating i want to hear like he's yeah. like he kicks the cat he's and he's like oh my God. bipolar like yeah <laughs> what's wrong with you is there anything wrong with you uh yes you can interview jacqueline later she's over there <laughs> um <laughs> but it, it really depends on the project because with say ferris it's like the band when i you know i came with the second incarnation of the band when it came back yeah but the band had been around since the early 90s and i was to me, you see that as being part of a legacy. It's like you get to, you're lucky enough to get to join the legacy at this moment. There's some projects um, which are 100% your voice. There's some projects which you're, you get to join a pre-existing voice where you're part of the legacy, where yeah. you're not. There's some where you're just <laughs> getting to play with the musician who you look up to for a day or two and you're, you'll get to brag for the rest of your life. I got to record with this person or yeah. play yeah. with that person. And Who's your favorite that you get to brag uh, probably Fiona Apple. Um, I was on a Such an interesting choice because I read your resume. <laughs> um, <laughs> I played. I love her. So Margaret Cho was the person who really gave I me my start in too. Hollywood. Um, she saw, <laughs> thanks to Granley Phillips and Evan Schleider, they recommended me, and um, Margaret actually uh, funded my band's first music video. Oh wow! And, and then at the end of the shoot, she said, "Hey, I paid for this, so you're my piano slave on my record." Oh, oh wow! Um, you get to play for free because I paid for this, which I'm like, and tomorrow you get to play with Fiona Apple, and Fiona was someone who I grew up loving her That's music what and were a huge fan, and I'm she, sorry. Kurt, we it's, just all we just found the yeah, we just found we found the magic. Monique just thank you, UBN, for your amazing technology, and you're welcome. So okay, yeah, so go on. So I'm a huge Fiona Apple fan, and I got to play with her no, on. Don't touch. <laughs> so, so keep going. 
Sorry. So yeah, uh, Fiona did a duet with Margaret, which I got to play um, organ and vibraphone and piano on. We just lost sound. I'm so sorry. Oh. Kurt, what did you just do? Hello, check, check, What if check I one. do this? What if I do some more of this? Is this... Ooh. We better? Hello, check, check. Oh. I'll, huh. just, I'll, just st- I'll just sit Don't like move. this. I'll just sit yeah. like this. Alexander, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, it's all good. I'm so sorry. So yeah. yeah. I still say I got to record Fiona Apple. It's, this, it's a song called... Um, Big Dog, which was a duet between Fiona and Margaret on Margaret Cho's record show, Dependent. That was oh, wow. Nominated for I didn't Grammy. Know that. Um, that is super cool. But it was actually my first big recording session, and Ben Lee produced the record. So <laughs> I show up to, the, to Ben Lee's house in the Hollywood Hills, and it was um, Ben Lee, who I was a huge fan of for years and years. He's engineering and producing. Fiona and Margaret are on the couch. Uh, Ioni Sky, who's married to, yeah, and their newborn daughter. Oh, he's married to Ioni. He is, and their <gasps> newborn daughter, you know, are hanging out. And I was playing on that record, and like it went well. And then I remember going to the bathroom and trying not to vomit because it was like everyone from my childhood who who I grew up idolizing is in but this. But that's room. so funny that you're saying that because to you know to me you're just like ah. Oh, I remember like literally like staring in the mirror, hyperventilating, trying to calm down because I was so excited. And that was my first big recording session. And to this day, like one of the best days of my life. Oh, Monique, I, I know you story. did Warp Tour, you did Weenie Roast, you did, uh, you were on K Rock's Christmas albums. So I know you had a great a meeting with David Bowie. Who's a star Wait, that sticks out for you? That would be David Bowie. He's the end all be all. Because you said them. he looked yeah. a little shorter than we. He, he did, but I'm not. Oh, sure. I do my research, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I have a did, horrible you friend. I've only known her for like 15 years. Well, we played Hello. with we played with yes. Bowie on a weenie roast. Or if you saw the lineup like for a weenie roast, roast if you saw so random. Wait, you played with Bowie? Yeah, at a K Rock show. Wow, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, and I and I met him, and I was just like. <laughs> And Alexander, you need to see the lineup from that because it was people that are, and then it went to like Sugar Ray and all that. It was so weird. So, <laughs> so randomly but it's weird. so surreal. Yeah. Yeah, it was raining. I remember it was raining. He was so nice. He was very smiley and kind. So along that band stuff, and then we have to wrap up. As a singer, and I have to do this, uh, when I'm... When I sing at Rockwell, I have to have my piano player, whatever, because I'm wait, wait, so whoa, whoa. all you, over you the map. You sing at Rockwell? What do you sing? I'm Show a tabaret artist. Hello, did I, know? I didn't know that. We, not, we didn't even know What's your next show? I don't think they did the research. Hi. When do we, we didn't do our research. When yeah. do we, we just know you as the person, not as the, you know, as the artist. effervescent star. But here's the thing is are. like, I have the violin player, I have the uh, the band what? player, and I have, what? yeah. Banjo player? Wait, did you know this? I did. Like oh. the drum, yeah. So like the drum, like the, huh? Those are drums. Sorry, not in We do drum, violin, cello. What? We do Violin and cello? But it has to be the same person because I'm so bad at like, keeping up with tempo and all that yeah and so if i don't have my piano player i freak out so monique as a leader of a band when band players are changing how do you deal with that it's very you just hard. assume it's gonna be I, there. my heart breaks every time someone leaves i feel completely responsible every single time i lose someone uh, but you know, a lot of people have, you know, they come into Safe Ferris, they get what they need out of it, and then they move on and do much better things. And I, I am always very happy to see that happen. But I do miss them. I miss every single one. But when They're you walk up special. on stage, when you walk up on stage, you don't feel like, oh, I can't do it if it, this person is not there. No, not anymore. 
uh, I got to say that we, so I played her first show back and mm-hmm. we rehearsed for maybe two months, three months. Mm-hmm. And I saw her sing and practice, but then actually seeing her, singing her on stage. Um, she is so different on stage. Yeah. It was like, even after three months of rehearsal or two months, however long we, mm-hmm. we did, you absolutely blew my mind. Like Thanks, I got intimidated Alex. and scared seeing you walk on stage and hearing you belt that first note. Like you <laughs> perform you. without, outside of all those rehearsals, you perform like you become a completely different person. Like it's absolutely incredible. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, I mean, it's the only place that I feel really comfortable. That's it. All right, you guys. Thank you. What a crazy show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Kurt has to go home. Um, we're going to do rapid fire. We do rapid fire with okay. our guest. Okay. Uh, Taylor, I know that you're my co-host, but since David left, you're going to have his rapid fire. Have okay. his rapid fire? Yep. Ask me about my time on American Idol. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm smarter than that. Uh. My time. Okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yes, Monique. Monique, worst onstage mishap? Mine? Yep. Splitting my dress in the back. Oh. Uh, Dream duet with somebody that has passed. Oh, geez. Dream duet with someone that has passed. Donny Hathaway. Oh, I love that. Wow. Wow. Uh, Worst fashion trend that you fell victim to? Mall hair. I don't know what else to call it, but it was like we teased our hair and we like made it like, Fion. You actually yeah, look Fion. good by doing that. Yeah. Uh, what in is Orange your... County, it was a big thing. Yeah. The I was bangs. born in Mason, Orange yeah. County. I couldn't do yeah. that. Uh, after show ritual. After show ritual. Um, I have a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> really? You smoke? I started, you know, when my dad got sick, but I really, you know. Enjoy a cigarette po- post-coital showtime. So yeah, great for our younger viewers. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. No, it's, you know, it's you for, asked me. I'm trying to get first. Wait, so I gotta strong. ask for the younger viewers: cigarette of choice. Uh, cigarette no. of choice right now. No, uh, no, we're not promoting anything. Okay, Monique, it's I have to no say cigarette. That <laughs> that's the cigarette of choice. Your voice sounds stronger today than it did. Yes, that's because I smoke. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank you, Virginia Slim. No, no, no. Uh, no, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, post show, it's really. I just like to spend a little time alone, you know, yeah. in, in silence, just to catch my breath. Breathe. Yeah, yeah. Because your fans expect a lot. Uh, yeah. Most embarrassing song on your playlist? Oh, spam, <laughs> spam. It's being cancelable, spam. Yeah. I buy it at the mobile spam. I feel like I'm going to listen to this and download it. Yeah, it's a Say Ferris song. I know that. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> Are you drinking straight vodka right now? No, it's water. My mom liar. is, it's water. Oh, okay. Mine is Mbop. Mbop? Mm-bop. Oh, you mean in my playlist. Okay. Kurt has to go home. Okay. Uh, oh my God, we're late. I'll, I'll okay, I'll go next. Only one song you can play for for the rest of your life. Only one song. Which one is it? Uh, ironically, Oasis's "She's Electric." Ooh. Wow. If it wasn't right. original, uh, I found a friend of mine, Mark, brought that to a gig we were doing once, and I fell in love with the song. I found what I could do with that song is endless somehow. Cool. Oh, wonderful. That was rapid fire, but I like that story. Most overrated song, in your opinion? 
uh, most overrated song I like or most overrated song that I no, can like? most overrated song, like, in general, like, oh, why? Mine is like, Annie, are you okay? It's like, bitch, she's okay. Like, stop asking. God, I actually... Because um, you're so nice. It's probably <laughs> a bad song for you. No, there's actually no song that I'm like... Any song that I hear all the time, I'm like, good on you. Like, good on ya. Even well, Slim Shady? Uh... Oh, I actually hated Eminem until I heard his ISOs, and then he blew my mind. Really? He was so good. Ooh. When I got to hear his ISOs, like... I, All right, Alexander Burke, guilty <laughs> pleasure that is not music-related. Uh, oh, reading, constantly. Constantly. That's uh, a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was an eye roll for those of you not We're watching. We're getting to the nitty-gritty <laughs> of Alexander. He's like... <laughs> Uh, At the end of it all, I volunteer for Meals on Wheels. Oh. <laughs> One film from the past that you wish you had been able to score? I think it's actually a good question. Oh, um, you know what? The first thing that comes to mind, Sullivan's Travels. What? What is that? I don't uh, know what that it's is. A No, I know what he's talking about. The yeah. 1920 version or? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great film. God, you're such a nerd. Oh, oh sweet angel. <laughs> so sweet. Um, He's a sweet such angel. A, uh, your worst date, Alexander Burke. Such a cute nerd. Oh, uh, my worst date is I went out with a girl who then told me to invite a casting director who I was Facebook friends with out oh. uh, later. Oh, so, my But God. you know what? I'm very happy she did that because I knew to go home immediately and not invest more time. You're just so logical with everything. <laughs> God. I love it. All right. Uh, celebrity crush. <laughs> Zayn Malik. Oh yeah, good Still? one. Good. Who is this Still? person? Zaddy. Who is this guy? Zayn Malik. He left. Uh, he was famous for leaving One Direction and like did his own. Oh yeah, work yeah, and yeah. Stuff. yeah. Good job. Yeah. yeah. No, he's yeah. so gross. Yeah. He's so okay. I thought we were Sorry. talking about. Oh wait, what's the name of the guy that was in? Um, uh, I Robot or whatever that movie was Will called. Smith. Will Smith. Uh, no, not the <laughs> movie. No, no, no. no. Yeah. he's playing Freddie no. Mercury. Yes. Yes. What's his name? It's a Malik yeah. thing. Okay. Song you wish you Sorry, could wrong go guy. back. Um, if you, okay, let me redo this. If you had to uh, audition on Idol, what song would it be? Oh, shit. Um, well, I, I know, but I actually, had, I actually had this, uh, Cry Me a River by Michael, Michael Buble. Yeah, so random, so uh, not my genre. Strangest fan re- great request. Thank you. Well played. Thank you. I'm sorry, what was your rapid fire You're question? You're going to say nice anything. like... <laughs> You have a Confederate yeah. flag. How great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no. Actually, by the way, I now ask people if they're Trump supporters, and I won't work with them if they are. Fortunately, I live in L.A. No one's just said yes. Like, I'll make you pancakes, but they might be a little burnt. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how dangerous you I are. I do not know how to make pancakes okay. for your information. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Strangest fan request. Like song request or just request in general? Request. Oh, they. Um, I've had a fan ask for my socks. Look at this beauty. Oh, that's funny. Uh, after uh, like after a show, came up and asked me if they. What's could the one sex. album you would take on a deserted island? <laughs> Baby, one more time, Britney Spears. Hell yeah! No. One more time. Right. What's the second song on that album? My you drive me crazy. Boobs are killing me. Can we do like an impression thing? <laughs> no. no. Oh. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I can't pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you seeing this Taylor beauty Olsen. right here? Look at this yes. beautiful. We're going to hang out afterwards. Look at this photo Kurt right has here. Look at beautiful oh, photo. The phone, the phone died. You oh, poops. <laughs> or turned off, at poops. least. It turned off. It didn't die. Taylor, I want you to yes. see this. You're so tall and skinny. Oh. Yes, and thank I'm, you. I hate that We hate you. I'm sorry. What is your binge food? Pizza. Domino's, specifically pepperoni and oh cheese pizza. Yes! 
Deep dish? Did we just become deep best dish? friends? Wait, deep dish? Yes. Deep dish? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marrying your ass. Go for it, baby. That's it. Dominoes, <laughs> I'm it. so sorry. It's, it's, I'm going to give you an EBT card to pay for your <laughs> Oh, my God. Dominoes is the poorest, whatever. Anyway, I have to say thank you to our guests. You guys, we oh had an amazing God. panel. You Kurt, guys, that was really fun times. You guys, please send money so Kurt can get a haircut by next oh, episode. No. Kurt, I'm going to send you to my girl. Send I money lo- so we can buy Domino's pizza. I like this haircut. I, I will go on record saying I like the haircut. So I have to say, uh, On the Rocks is going to have to take uh, some little vacation. I think my mom is going to take over the show for the next few weeks. So see you next Tuesday. Nobody can see me. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday.